Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number one of Genesis chapter four. And we're going to be reading the first two verses. Genesis 4, beginning in verse 1. And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from Jehovah. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. I'll stop reading there. Now, um, time is continuing. History is beginning to unfold from the point of God's good creation until the fall of Adam and Eve into sin. And now uh, God has pronounced the curses upon the creation, upon man, and Adam and Eve um, turn their attention to, to living in this world. And, of course, that's what all mankind has done ever since we were born into the world and we spend our days living in the world and and men have married women and had children all down through the many centuries since 11,013 BC but the first pregnancy the first family Adam and Eve um they they had the first child and that child was Cain. And that's what God is telling us here. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from Jehovah. The word knew means um, that Adam had intimacy with his wife, sexual relations, and through that intimacy and and God has um uh, okayed that he he's made uh intimate sexual relations a good thing within the marriage relationship and through intimacy god often blesses with children or or that's how god has uh, determined to work to uh to give children the blessing of children and and so eve had a son, the first son born into the world. Adam was created from the dust of the ground. Eve was created from Adam's rib. This Cain was the first one born through the natural uh, method that, that God had established and every other human being following that follows in all the rest of history will be born into the world. And and so Eve says, I have gotten a man from Jehovah. Now, Eve must have remembered what God had told her concerning childbirth back in the previous chapter, Genesis 3, and in verse 16, where it says, Unto the woman he said, 
And and the he is referring to God himself. I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. The Lord told Eve that sorrow would be joined with conception, and in sorrow she would bring forth children. And I say that Eve must have considered that, or or Adam also, when they named their son Cain, because Cain is 7014-7014 in Strong's Hebrew Concordance, and it's very similar to 7015, which is a word that means lamentations. And lamentations are an expression of sorrow and grief. And, and so Cain, uh, his name means, uh, lamentations. And Eve had just experienced the, the pain, the sorrow of childbirth. And God's words to her were, were ringing in her mind. And so she called his name Cain. And then in verse two, it says, and she again bare his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So um, we're not told how long it, it was after Cain that Abel was born. Uh, God isn't giving us really specifics concerning a timeline, even with the birth of Cain. We know the fall was right at the beginning in 11,013 B.C., but could this have been the next year? 11,012 when Cain is born, or 11, or 11,010? Yes. Uh, but more than likely, it it's um, happening quickly, because God made Adam and Eve, uh, or Eve, very fertile. Uh, it was necessary that she bear many children in order to begin being fruitful and populating the earth. And so it, it could be, since there were no uh, methods of birth control, uh, there, there, there would have not been any way of preventing the pregnancy. They, they would not even have known of any way. Um, Adam had relations with Eve and she gave birth. Likely Cain is born sometime in 11,012. And, and then there was uh, a little passage of time maybe a couple of months, maybe six months, we don't know. And Adam had relations again with Eve. She gave birth to a second child, a second son named Abel. And the name Abel is Strong's number 1893. And it is the same, the same Hebrew word as 1892, which is often translated as vanity. In Psalm 39, it's found um, at least a couple of times. Psalm 39, verse 5 says, Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. And also in verse 11, when thou with rebukes dost correct man for iniquity, thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth, 
Surely every man is vanity. Selah. It's the same word that is used over and over again in the book of Ecclesiastes. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2, Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And this is the word, this is the name, that Eve gave Abel. Abel means vanity. Now, it's interesting, and we'll see this um, in more detail later when we we go to some verses where God speaks of Cain and Abel, that Abel was a child of God. Abel was a righteous man. He He was saved. And it really is only God's elect that are rescued from vanity. All of the unsaved people of the earth ultimately live lives of vanity because something vain um, is vain due to its short life or its temporal nature or to the fact that it perishes. So a man born into the world is altogether vanity because he will soon die. He is like the beasts that perish and he'll be annihilated and gone forever. Uh, At the final day of judgment, even his ashes will be destroyed. There'll be nothing left of him. So he experienced a vain life. Now, why did Eve call Abel, Abel? Why did she say this is vain or this is empty or, or, uh, this, this son is vanity? Well, it could be that, uh, that she is uh, just experiencing the effects of God's curse upon sin. In the day you eat thereof, you will surely die. And and God's punishment, the the pronouncement of the wrath of God upon sin, made Adam and Eve's life vain. They would have lived forever, and their life would have been full of meaning and purpose, and the things they put their hands to and built would have been long-lasting. There, there would have been no death, no rust, no corruption of any kind, no vanity. Vanity came in with sin. And for some reason, I don't know um, exactly why, but she names Abel a word that means vanity. Vanity, and, and yet um, in, in God's program, in his predestination plan, he selected Abel to save from the foundation of the world. From um, the time when Christ took the sins of all of his people, and Christ took the sins of Abel, and as the lamb was slain and died for Abel's sins, thereby God obligated himself to save Abel. Abel would become saved. It was guaranteed by God at some point in his life. Now, at his birth, it's very likely he wasn't saved. He was born a children of wrath, even as others. And that's how the vast majority of God's elect are born into the world. We're born sinners and and we're unsaved like the other people of the world, except the difference is that God has his eyes on us, that we are one of those elect, and 
And so God, in his time, had obligated himself to bring the gospel to the elect. Well, Cain and Abel had parents that knew God in this, or had relationship with God might be a better way of putting it. They, they were God's offspring. Um, God says that he begat Adam when we look at the genealogy in the New Testament. It, it goes all the way to Adam and, and says that God begat him. So Adam was a son of God and, and therefore, Definitely, even if Adam was not saved, he would have been in the position of being like a professed Christian or um, a circumcised Jew, physically circumcised. He he would have been of the family of God outwardly, at least. That that is, he he was identified with God, and and through being the son of God. And good for a time and, and having conversations with God where God spoke to him directly. He received divine revelation from God. Just as Israel were the caretakers of the oracles of God, just the New Testament church received the scriptures in the form of the Bible. They had communication from God. God gave them divine revelation, even though they were a corporate entity. And even though within the corporate body, there was saved and unsaved, yet God established Israel of old and the New Testament church. And and so uh, now we have Adam and Eve who have relationship with God, although that relationship has certainly been strained and and through their sin they have separated from God in that way yet uh God is still the one that has directed them forth to go out of the garden of Eden and and commanded that Adam go till the ground and and so forth and uh they had heard at the very least the word of God and we can be sure that Adam and Eve would have told their children the story. Just imagine your little little Cain and little Abel, and you see your mother Eve and your father Adam. There's no other human beings around, and you you once you're able to talk and and learn to speak, you you ask mom and you ask dad. Uh, tell us about yourself or, or, uh, mom and dad naturally tell their children. Here's uh, our history. Here, here is our life story. And, and what would Adam's life story be? Well, I was created from the dust of the ground because uh, little uh, Cain and little Abel uh, might have figured that out and said, now you're my mom and you're my dad, but where's your mom and dad? They, they could have asked uh, their parents and, and what are Adam and Eve going to tell them? Well, we do not have parents like you. We're your parents, but my father, Adam would say, is God. God created me. And you know, he did a very interesting thing to make your mother. 
he took one of my ribs and and he from the rib he formed the woman my wife eve and so just through the uh, the family story they would have heard the gospel the gospel is the truth the truth of the bible the information of the bible the word of god and it would have included god the creator and and so adam would have would have said to his sons god created us that's how that's where i came from at that time it it just you, you can't um fit in the lies that man will later develop adam could not develop any sort of ridiculous theory of of evolution or anything like that it, it he just told the facts as he knew them that look everything around this whole world all these animals god made and he made me and he made your mother and and there was a tree he he told us about in the midst of the garden of eden called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and he told us not to eat thereof or in the day you eat you will die and we we disobeyed god and we ate and and so by telling the young boys this information, they would have been laying out the gospel. We disobey God means we are sinners. And and they also probably would have told them about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that there was a tree of, of that also. And and in there there would have been sufficient information because it only takes a single word, a single Bible verse, a single um, declaration from the mouth of God to save a sinner. That young little Abel, at some point, as he's hearing these stories, he's fascinated by it. And at some point, he is hearing the word of God, and God blesses that word to his heart. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, and Abel becomes born again. God um, puts into effect His salvation. It was it was already predestinated. He he had his sins paid for by Christ from the foundation of the world, but now was the moment when God would apply the shed blood of the Lamb to the heart of Abel, and Abel became saved. And it could have been when Abel was one years old or five years old or 15 years old. We, we don't know. You know, it, it goes on to say uh, in the following verses, In process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering, and Abel brought um, the firstlings of the flock, his offering. And, and then we know that Cain rises up and slays his brother Abel. Well, that... That had to be many years later. They, they were not bringing these offerings as uh, a 12-year-old. No, they were probably in their 20s, maybe even in their 30s. So two decades or three decades had passed from creation. And God is summarizing their lives in just a few verses here. But Adam and Eve gave names to Cain and Abel 
and and really the names are telling of uh, perhaps a, a sense of despondency of uh, that you know we we can't imagine what it felt like what it was like to have been perfect to have been good and pure and holy and right and and everything around you is perfect and good and and right and, and no sin, no error, uh, no disease, um, no thorns or thistles, uh, no animal killing another animal, uh, no um, sin of lies and stealing or, uh, or, or anything at all negative or bad. That's what they knew. Incredibly, they experienced that for a week or for a month or for two months, however long it was, until the fall, they knew good. They knew these things. They knew an intimate, close, personal relationship with God on that level. And now it came to an end. It it was ruined. They disobeyed God. God came and pronounced the curse upon the whole creation they must have be, begun to see and and again it, it would be 9 months of being pregnant with Cain giving birth uh, perhaps a little period of time with no pregnancy then 9 more months of pregnancy and giving birth couple of years passed and and they're naming their children lamentations for Cain vanity for Abel, and and just imagine the changes that that would have taken place in the world during that time that they would have seen. They they would have seen the tiger or the lion, um, previously peaceful, all of a sudden um, chase down and kill another animal and tear it to to pieces and and consume it and, and there would have been blood everywhere they they would have seen other animals beginning to fight with one another and and to run away from one another and there would have been effects on um the forest or or on the greenery and everything was beautiful but but now weeds and and thistles and thorns they would walk uh, through some brush and rub against a bush and and uh, it would cut them they they would find a thorn in their hand and these things were not there before little things are going wrong a little thing here a little thing there snapping at one another being angry and arguing with one another adam and his wife where before they they always got along in perfect harmony in bliss and they never um, said the things that they had just said before, but little by little they began to see the evidence of what God had told them. Curse, curse, curse. And even in childbirth, Eve would have experienced this this struggle and pain and and difficulty where everything before was smooth and easy and and lovely and now in sorrow 
she does bring forth a child. They could tell. And, you know, when you've had something valuable, when you've had something uh, of just just tremendous value and importance and something very, very good in your life, and then you lose it, and you lose it because of what you yourself did, the the foolishness, the the stupidity, just the the wrong thing you did has caused you to lose not a million dollars, not um you know a beautiful house and a beautiful car that uh, people people feel bad of losing riches, but this would have been worth all that and a thousand times more. This was a goodness, a perfection that that has been lost and can never be refound. It it is gone forever. And and so every little thing would have been a reminder to Adam and Eve of what they had done. This animal over here, as they see its carcass lying there, the remains of uh, another animal attacking it and consuming it. Well, that happened because of what we did. And the storm that rolls in and, and the lightning strike and, or maybe the earthquake as the ground begins to shake a little bit. Everything, a result, a consequence of our decision, that one wrong decision that that sinful act of disobeying God and just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing accumulates and and it would have been weighing uh, like a heavy burden upon Adam and Eve that they had lost this uh, wonderful relationship with God well now we have seen that Adam is a figure and type of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Eve, uh, she was called the mother of all living. She's a picture of, um, well, of Jerusalem above, but the elect also, as she's the bride of Christ. And she gives birth to two sons, to Cain and to Abel, and we know from the Bible, Cain is unsaved, Abel was saved. And and so, how is it possible, if Adam spiritually is a picture of Christ, that that he had relations with Eve, and through those relations, came forth saved and unsaved? Well, we'll, we'll take a closer look at that question when we get together in our next Bible study. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.